Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're here to continue broadcasting the Shabda Brahma of Srila Prabhupada's transcendental literatures, which are meant to re-spiritualize the human society. And as bad as it seems now, this process over time works in a microcosmic uh, way and in, in a macrocosmic way also. This is pure faith. We welcome you all. We hope you're healthy and safe and as secure and happy as you can be in today's world. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami explains what I just said in a very succinct, beautiful way. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dwanduditaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Premavarshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguro Man Mahadana Manishtadagamad Bhagya Mad Anandanamostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin atini chochata kada hanamunchagada chen mam primna ritkanta yokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Okay, we've reached the 25th chapter of the 4th Canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, which describes the allegorical story, story of Puranjana, 
a conditioned soul. Narada Muni is describing this to King Prachinavarhya Chat. We're starting with text 56. Being thus entangled in different types of mental concoction and engaged in fruitive activities, King Paranjana came completely under the control of material intelligence and was thus cheated. Indeed, he used to fulfill all the desires of his wife, the queen. Purport When a living entity is in such bewilderment that he is under the control of his wife or material intelligence, he has to satisfy the intelligence of his so-called wife and act accordingly according to her dictates. Various Shastras advise that for material convenience one should keep his wife always satisfied by giving her ornaments and by following her instructions. In this way there will be no trouble in family life. Therefore, for one's own social benefit, one is advised to keep his wife satisfied. In this, in this way, when one becomes a servant of his wife, he must act according to the desires of his wife. Thus one becomes more and more entangled. In Bengal, it is said that if one becomes an obedient service, servant of his wife, he loses all reputation. However, the difficulty is that unless one becomes a most obedient servant of his wife, family life becomes disturbed. In the Western countries, this disturbance gives rise to the divorce law. And in Eastern countries like India, there is separation. Now, this disturbance is confirmed by the new introduction of the divorce law in India. Within the heart, the mind is acting, thinking, feeling, willing, and, and falling under the control of one's wife is the same as falling under the control of material intelligence. Thus, one begets children by his wife and becomes entangled in so many activities under the control of mental concoctions. Text 57 through 61. When the queen drank liquor, King Paranjana also engaged in drinking. When the queen dined, he used to dine with her. And when she chewed, King Paranjana used to chew along with her. <laughs> when the queen sang, he also sang. Similarly, when the queen cried, he also cried. And when the queen laughed, he also laughed. When the queen talked loosely, he also talked loosely. And when the queen walked, the king walked behind her. When the queen would stand still, the king would stand would also stand still. And when the queen would lie down in bed, he would also follow and lie down with her. When the queen sat, he would also sit. And when the queen heard something, he would follow her to hear the same thing. When the queen saw something, the king would also look at it. And when the queen smelled something, the king would follow her to smell the same thing. When the queen touched something, the king would also touch it. And when the dear queen 
was lamenting, the poor king also had to follow her in lamentation. In the same way, when the queen felt enjoyment, he also enjoyed, and when the queen was satisfied, the king also felt satisfied. Purport The mind is the place where the self is situated, and the mind is conducted by the intelligence. The living entity, situated within the heart, follows the intelligence. The intelligence is herein depicted as the queen, and the soul, under mental control, follows the material intelligence, just as the king follows his wife. The conclusion is that material intelligence is the cause of bondage for the living entity. The point is that one has to take, a, take the spiritual intelligence to come out of this entanglement. In the life of Maharaj Ambarish, we find that the great Maharaj first engaged his mind on the lotus feet of Krishna. In this way, his intelligence became purified. Is the window open? You can close it. Mm. In the life of Maharaj Ambarish, we find that the great Maharaj first engaged his mind on the lotus feet of Krishna. In this way, his intelligence became purified. Maharaj Amparish also used his other senses in the service of the Lord. He engaged his eyes in seeing the deity in the temple, nicely decorated with flowers. <laughs> he engaged his sense of smell by smelling the flowers and he engaged his legs by walking to the temple. His hands were engaged in cleansing the temple, and his ears were engaged in hearing about Krishna. His tongue were, was engaged in two ways, in speaking about Krishna and in tasting prasad offered to the deity. Materialistic persons who are under the full control of material intelligence cannot perform all these activities. Thus, consciously or unconsciously, they become entangled by the dictations of material intelligence. This fact is summarized in the following verse. Text 62 In this way, King Paranjana was captivated by his nice wife and was thus cheated. Indeed, he became cheated in his whole existence in the material world. Even against that poor foolish king's desire, he remained under the control of his wife, just like a pet animal that dances according to the order of its master. Purport The word vipralabdha is very significant in this verse. Vi means specifically, and pralabdha means obtained. Just to satisfy his desires, the king got the queen, and thus he became cheated by material existence. Although he was not willing to do so, he remained a pet animal under the control of material intelligence. Just as a pet monkey dances according to the desires of its master, the king danced according to the desires of the queen. In Srimad Bhagavatam 5.5.2, it is said, Mahatsevam Dvaramahu Bimuktehe. If one associates 
with a saintly person, a devotee, one's path of liberation becomes clear. But if one associates with a woman or with a person who is too much addicted to a woman, his path of bondage becomes completely clear. On the whole, for spiritual advancement, one must give up the company of women. This is what is meant by the order of sannyas, the renounced order. Before taking sannyas, or completely renouncing the material world, one has to practice avoiding illicit sex. Sex life, illicit or illicit, is practically the same. But through illicit sex, one becomes more and more captivated. By regulating one's sex life, there is a chance that one may eventually be able to renounce sex or renounce the association of women. If this can be done, advancement in spiritual life comes very easily. How one becomes captivated in the association of one's dear wife is explained in this chapter by Narada Muni. Attraction for one's wife means attraction for the material qualities. One who is attracted by the material quality of darkness is in the lowest stage of life, whereas one who is attracted by the material quality of goodness is in a better position. Sometimes we see that when a person is on the platform of material goodness, he is attracted more or less by the cultivation of knowledge. This, of course, is a this is, of course, a better position, for knowledge gives one the preference to accept devotional service. Unless one comes to the platform of knowledge, the Brahma-Bhuta stage, one cannot advance in devotional service. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 1854, Brahma-Bhuta-prasanatma samat sarveshu bhuteshu madbhaktim labate bhadam one who is thus transcendentally situated at once realizes the Supreme Brahman and becomes fully joyful. He never laments nor desires to have anything. He is equally disposed to every living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. The platform of knowledge is advantageous because it is a means by which one may come to the stage of devotional service. However, if one takes to devotional service directly, knowledge is revealed without separate endeavor. This is confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam 127. Vasudeve Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayojitaha Janaya Yashvairagyam Jnanam Chayadahaitukam Devotional service automatically reveals actual knowledge of our material existence. One who is sufficiently intelligent immediately attains the stage of renunciation of so-called society, family, and love, as well as other things. As long as we are attached to society, family, and love of the material world, there is no question of knowledge, nor is there a question of devotional service. By directly taking to devotional service, however, one becomes filled with knowledge and renunciation. 
In this way, one's life becomes successful. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the fourth canto, twenty-fifth chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam entitled The Descriptions of the Characteristics of King Puranjana. All glories to Narada Muni for putting out the truth of the material world in such a wonderful, comprehensive, deep, and enlivening way. Hare Krishna. All right. Moving on to chapter 26. King Paranjana goes to the forest to hunt and his queen becomes angry. Text 1 to 3. The great sage Narada continued, My dear king, once upon a time, King Puranjana took up his great bow and equipped with golden armor and a quiver of unlimited arrows and accompanied by eleven commanders. He sat on his chariot, driven by five swift horses, and went to the forest named Panchaprastha. He took with him in that chariot <clears throat> two explosive arrows. The chariot itself was situated on two wheels, and one revolving axle. On the chariot there were three flags, one rein, one chariot driver, one sitting place, two poles to which the harness was fixed, five weapons, and seven coverings. The chariot moved in five different styles, and five obstacles lay before it. All the decorations of the chariot were made of gold. Report. These three verses explain how the material body of the living entity is under the control of the three qualities of external energy. The body itself is the chariot, and the living entity is the owner of the body, as explained in Bhagavad Gita 2.13. Dehino smin yata dehe. The owner of the body is called the Dehi, and he is situated within this body, specifically within the heart. The, the living entity is driven by one chariot driver. The chariot itself is made of three gunas, three qualities of material nature, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 1861, Yantra Rudani Mayaya. The word yantra means carriage. The body is given by material nature and the driver of that body is Paramatma, the Supersoul. The living entity is seated within the chariot. This is the actual position. The living entity is always being influenced by the three qualities, sattva, goodness, rajas, passion, and tamas, ignorance. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 7.13. Tribir Gunamayar Bhavai. The living entity is bewildered by the three qualities of material nature. These three qualities are described in this verse as three flags. By, one, by a flag, 
one can come to know who is the owner of the chair who the owner of the chariot is similarly by the influence of the three qualities of material nature one can easily know the direction in which the chariot is moving in other words one who has eyes to see can understand how the body is being driven influenced by the particular type of quality of material nature in these three verses the activity of the living entity is described to prove how the body becomes influenced by the quality of ignorance even when a person wants to be religious Narada Muni wanted to prove to King Prachina Barishat that the king was being influenced by the tamaguna the quality of ignorance even though the king was supposed to be very religious according to the karma kandiya the process of, of fruit of activities a person performs various sacrifices directed by the vedas and in all these those sacrifices animal killing or experimenting on the life of animals to test the power of vedic mantras is enjoined animal killing is certainly conducted under the influence of the motive of ignorance even though one may be religiously inclined animal sacrifice is recommended in the shastras not only in the vedas but even in the modern scriptures of other sects these animal sacrifices are recommended in the name of religion but actually animal sacrifice is meant for persons in the motive of ignorance when such people kill animals they can at least do so in the name of religion however when the religious system is transcendental like the vaishnava religion there is no place for animal sacrifice such a transcendental religious system is recommended by krishna in bhagavad gita 1866 sarvadharman paritjaja mamekang sharanam braja ahang tvam sarvapapebhyo moksha yeshami ma shuchaha abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me i shall deliver you from all sinful reactions do not fear because prachina varishat because king prachina varishat was engaged in performing various sacrifices <clears throat> in which animals were killed narada muni pointed out that such sacrifices are influenced by the motive ignorance from the very beginning of shrimad bhagavatam 112 it is said projita kaitavotra all kinds of religious systems that are involved in cheating are completely kicked out of shrimad bhagavatam in the bhagavad dharma the religion dealing with one's relationship with the supreme personality of godhead animal sacrifice is not recommended in the performance of sankirtan yagya hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare there is no recommendation for animal sacrifices in these three verses king paranjana is going to the forest to kill animals is symbolic of the living entities being driven by the motive ignorance and thus engaging in different activities for sense gratification 
the material body itself indicates that the living entity is already influenced by the three modes of, of material nature and that he is driven to enjoy material resources. When the body is influenced by the mode of ignorance, it is in, its, its infection becomes very acute. When it is influenced by the mode of passion, the infection is at the symptomatic stage. However, when the body is influenced by the mode of goodness, the materialistic infection becomes purified. The ritualistic ceremonies rec recommended in religious systems are certainly on the platform of goodness, but because this material world, even in the mode of goodness, is sometimes polluted by the other qualities, namely passion and ignorance, a man in goodness is sometimes driven by the influence of ignorance. It is herein described that King Puranjana once went to the forest to kill animals. This means that he, the living entity, came under the influence of the mode of ignorance. The forest in which King Puranjana engaged in hunting was named Pancha Presta. The word Pancha means five, and this indicates the objects of the five senses. The body has five working senses, namely the hands, the legs, the tongue, the rectum, and the genitals. By taking full advantage of these working senses, the body enjoys material life. The chariot is driven by five horses, which represent the five sense organs, namely the eyes, ears, nose, skin, and tongue. These sense organs are very easily attracted by the sense objects. Consequently, the horses are described as moving swiftly. On the chariot, King Puranjana kept two explosive weapons, which may be compared to ahankara, <clears throat> or false ego. This false ego is typified by two attitudes. I am this body, ahanta, and everything in my body relationships belongs to me, mamata. The two wheels of the chariot may be compared to the two moving facilities, namely sinful life and religious life. The chariot is decorated with three flags, which represent the three modes of material nature. The five kinds of obstacles, or uneven roads, represent the five kinds of air passing within the body. These are prana, apana, udana, samana, and vyana. The body itself is covered by seven coverings, namely skin, muscle, fat, blood, marrow, bone, and semen. The living entity is covered by three subtle material elements and five gross material elements. These are actually obstacles placed before the living entity on the path of liberation from material bondage. The word Rashmi, rope, in this verse indicates the mind. The word Nidha is also significant, for Nidha indicates the nest where a bird takes rest. In this case, Nidha is the heart where the living entity is situated. The living entity sits in one place only. The causes of this bondage 
are two, namely lamentation and illusion. In material existence, the living entity simply hankers to get something he can never get. Therefore, he is in illusion. As a result of being in this illusory situation, the living entity is always lamenting. Thus, lamentation and illusion are described herein as dvi kubara, the two posts of bondage. The living entity carries out various desires through five different processes, which indicate the working of the five gross, five working senses. The golden ornaments and dress indicate that the living entity is influenced by the quality of Rajaguna, passion. One who has a good deal of money or riches is especially driven by the mode of passion. Being influenced by the mode of passion, one desires so many things for, for enjoyment in this material world. The eleven commanders represent the ten senses and the mind. The mind is always making plans with the ten commanders to enjoy the material world. The forest named Panchaprastha, where the king went to hunt, is the forest of the five sense objects, form, taste, sound, smell, and touch. Thus, in these three verses, Narada Muni describes the position of the material body and the engagement of the living entity within it. Text 4. It was almost impossible for King Paranjana to give up the company of his queen even for a moment. Nonetheless, on that day, being very much inspired by the desire to hunt, he took up his bow and arrows with great pride and went to the forest, not caring for his wife. Purport One form of hunting is known as woman hunting. A conditioned soul is never satisfied with one wife. Those whose senses are very much uncontrolled especially try to hunt for many women. King Paranjana's abandoning the company of his religiously married wife is representative of the conditioned soul's attempt to hunt for many women for sense gratification. Wherever a king goes, he is supposed to be accompanied by his queen. But when the king, or conditioned soul, becomes greatly overpowered by the desire for sense gratification, he does not care for religious principles. Instead, with great pride, he accepts the bow and arrow of attachment and hatred. Our consciousness is always working in two ways, the right way and the wrong way. When one becomes too proud of his position, influenced by the mode of passion, he gives up the right path and accepts the wrong one. Chetriya kings <clears throat> are sometimes advised to go to the forest to hunt ferocious animals, just to learn how to kill. But such forays are never meant for sense gratification. Killing animals to eat their flesh is forbidden 
for human beings. Text 5 At that time, King Paranjanib was very much influenced by demoniac propensities. Because of this, his heart became very hard. Because of this, his heart became very hard and merciless. And with sharp arrows, he killed many innocent animals in the forest, taking no consideration. Purport When a man becomes too proud of his material position, he tries to enjoy his senses in an unrestricted way, being influenced by the modes of passion and ignorance. He is thus described as asuric or demoniac. When people are demoniac in spirit, they are not merciful toward the poor animals. Consequently, they maintain various animal slaughterhouses. This is technically called suna or hingsa, which means the killing of living beings. In Kali Yuga, due to the increase of the modes of passion and ignorance, almost all men are asuric or demoniac. Therefore, they are very much fond of eating flesh. And for this, and for this end, they maintain various kinds of animal slaughterhouses. In this age of Kali, the propensity for mercy is almost nil. Consequently, there is always fighting and wars between men and nations. Men do not understand that because they unrestrictedly kill so many animals, they also must be slaughtered like animals in big wars. This is very much evident in the Western countries. In the West, slaughterhouses are maintained without restriction, and therefore every fifth or tenth year there is a big war in which countless people are slaughtered even more cruelly than the animals. Sometimes during war, soldiers keep their enemies in concentration camps and kill them in very cruel ways. These are reactions brought about by unrestricted animal killing in the slaughterhouse and by hunters in the forest. Proud, demoniac persons do not know the laws of nature or the laws of God. Consequently, they unrestrictedly kill poor animals, not caring for them at all. In the Christian consciousness movement, animal killing is completely prohibited. One is not accepted as a bona fide student in this movement unless he promises to follow the four regulated principles. No animal killing, no intoxication, no illicit sex, and no gambling. This Christian consciousness movement is the only means by which the sinful activities of men in this Kali Yuga can be counteracted. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. And we'll stop our reading tonight. It's almost 7.45. And we'll start tomorrow at text 6. In the meantime, we'll wait for the reflections of the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna.
this is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Gopakanya Devi Dasi, the steadiest hearer on the block. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all the assembled sages. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Sri Bhagavatam. Try home, Maharaj, for your daily reading service. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. And from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj. Happy to see you again. Happy to hear you. Hare Krishna. Does that mean you're back from India? Must be. From Bhakta Rupa. Yes, Bhakta Rupa. He says, thank you, Maharaj. Srila Prabhupada makes everything very clear. Extremely clear. So clear you can't make a mistake if you accept it fully. <laughs> Rati Manjari says yes. Oh, welcome home. Hare Krishna. We hope you had a wonderful pilgrimage. I think I think they're sensitive. They're very sensitive. These these sages. Uh, I had a. Uh, a retreat from with devotees from uh, London here today and sat in a chair for a few hours and it was very very nice it was wonderful but I'm coming to the end of my capacity to sit and uh, so I'm going to stop early tonight please forgive me and uh, thank you again and again from the core of my heart for attending these reading sessions and more and, more and more devotees are sending their reactions and I'm seeing that more and more devotees are actually getting a taste for hearing Srila Prabhupada's books out loud which is giving me tremendous uh, fulfillment satisfaction Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Samabheda Bhaktabhinda Ki Jai Or Premanandi Hari Hari Bo See you tomorrow night same time, same place, same topic as the process of material entanglement is further elaborated upon by Narada Muni, the greatest of all spiritual masters. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow. <laughs>